Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 115 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Matthew chapter 15 today, and our focus is on the first person to understand a parable of Jesus, which, surprise, surprise, turns out to be a foreign woman. So it's a daily 10-minute show, one chapter of the Bible a day. Welcome to new listeners in Wellington, New Zealand, Victoria, Australia, Bihar, India, Columbus, Ohio, Greensboro, North Carolina, San Francisco, California, Denver, Colorado, and Montgomery, Alabama. Thank you all for listening. Let's take the unusual, at least for this podcast, step of reading our passage first, as we do pay very special attention to Jesus' encounter with this Canaanite or Syrophoenician woman. Matthew chapter 15, verse 1, Then Jesus was approached by Pharisees and scribes from Jerusalem who asked, Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they don't wash their hands when they eat. He answered them, Why do you break God's commandment because of your tradition? For God said, Honor your father and mother, and whoever speaks evil of father or mother must be put to death. But you say, Whoever tells his father or mother whatever benefit you might have received from me as a gift committed to the temple, he does not have to honor his father or mother. In this way, you have nullified the word of God because of your tradition. Hypocrites, Isaiah prophesied correctly about you when he said, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. They worship me in vain, teaching his doctrines human commands. Summoning the crowd, he told them, Listen and understand, it's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a person. Then the disciples came up and told him, Do you know the Pharisees took offense when they heard what you said? He replied, Every plant that my heavenly Father didn't plant will be uprooted. Leave them alone. They are blind guides. And if blind guide the blind, both will fall into a pit. Then Peter said, Explain this parable to us. Do you still lack understanding, he asked? Don't you realize that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is eliminated, but what comes out of the mouth comes from the heart, and this defiles a person? For from the heart come evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, sexual immoralities, thefts, false testimonies, slander. These are the things that defile a person, but eating with unwashed hands does not defile a person. When Jesus left there, he withdrew to the area of Tyre and Sidon. Just then a Canaanite woman from the region came and kept crying out, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely tormented by a demon. Jesus did not say a word to her. His disciples approached him and urged him, Send her away because she's crying out after us. He replied, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him and said, Lord, help me. He answered, It isn't right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Yes, Lord, she said, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus replied to her, Woman, your faith is great. Let it be done for you as you want. And from that moment, her daughter was healed. Moving on from there, Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee. He went up a mountain and sat there, and large crowds came to him, including the lame, the blind, the crippled, those unable to speak, and many others. They put them at his feet, and he healed them. So the crowd was amazed when they saw those unable to speak talking, the crippled restored, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they gave glory to the God of Israel. Jesus called his disciples and said, 
I have compassion on the crowd because they've already stayed with me three days and have nothing to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry, otherwise they might collapse on the way. And the disciples said to him, Where could we get enough bread in this desolate place to feed such a crowd? How many loaves do you have? Jesus asked them. Seven, they said, and a few small fish. After commanding the crowd to sit down on the ground, he took the seven loaves and the fish, gave thanks, broke them, and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied. They collected the leftover pieces, seven large baskets full. Now there were 4,000 men who had eaten besides women and children. After dismissing the crowds, he got into the boat and went to the region of Magadan. So, this Canaanite or Syrophoenician woman is honestly one of my heroes in the Bible. I hate that we don't know her name, but she is an amazing example of persistent faith. At first, it kind of appears like Jesus is being rude to her, and that's a little bit off-putting for us, but I don't actually think that's what's happening here at all. Now, this woman had at least four strikes against her in coming to Jesus. First, she was a woman, and according to the traditions of the time, women couldn't approach Jewish rabbis. Second, she was a Greek or Gentile woman, which was a religious designation and meant she was a pagan, not a follower of the God of Israel. Third, she had a demon-possessed daughter, which made her unclean. And finally, she was a Syrophoenician, which, according to the Jewish historian Josephus, at this time, this was the worst enemy of the Jews. Now, can you kind of picture the disciples in this scene? They're squirming, they're upset, they're uncomfortable, unsure of what to do. Some probably had compassion on this woman, some just wanted to get rid of her, and they were re realizing all of the different societal mores she was violating. Jesus, he ignores her for a time, but then says, I was sent only to the lost children of Israel. But she's not dissuaded, and she rushes over to him and keeps begging. What do we expect Jesus to do here? Well, of course, we expect him to f grant her request, right? Because Jesus is compassion incarnate. Instead, what does he say? He says something strange. First, let the children eat all they want, for it's not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. Now, whoa, hold on. What a slap in the face. Now, the Jews did not view dogs like we do. Dogs is kind of an insult in the Bible. So why does Jesus do this? I, along with many biblical scholars, see this as a parable. Now, the word parable means like a metaphor or a likeness, and Jesus is offering this woman a bit of a parable. He's given her a hint that this is a parable because this is the only place in all of Scripture, other than the parallel of this passage in the book of Mark, where the diminutive form of dog is used. So what Jesus is actually saying is a word like we would translate maybe doggy or puppy. And in doing so, he's kind of tipping to this woman that his statement is a bit of a challenge and an opportunity. And here comes one of the most astounding things in all of the Bible. This pagan woman gets it immediately. She's not offended by Jesus's parable, but understands it with depth and answers in kind. Yes, Lord, but even the puppies eat the scraps after the children do. Ah, what is she saying? She's saying she realizes that she might not yet have a place at the table of Jesus, but she also knows that in him there is more than enough food and power 
and healing to take care of everyone. Without in the least bit asserting her rights, she asks for her food from Jesus. In other words, she asks for a miracle of healing of her daughter. And this is such a remarkable reflection of the gospel. The gospel, the good news of Jesus, is not that we are saved by being good. The gospel is that we are saved because Jesus has plenty and Jesus is good. We're all dogs, but that doesn't keep us from salvation by undeserved grace. She's not saying, Lord, give me what I deserve because I've been good. Instead, she's saying, Lord, give me what I don't deserve on the basis of your goodness and your plenty and give it to me now. So like this is the first person recorded in the book of Mark who has understood a parable of Jesus and she's really the first person in the book of the, in, in any of the gospels of the Bible to understand salvation by grace. The disciples haven't understood a parable yet, the religious leaders haven't, but this woman gets it. She humbles herself and basically demands and begs for the blessing of Jesus. What was Jesus's response to that? Oh, he marvels at her faith. It's like he's blown away. What an answer. Absolutely. Your daughter is healed. Pastor Tim Keller has some deep thoughts on this encounter. He says, the woman looks at him and she says, yes, I am a dog, but even the dog can eat the scraps from under your table. And Jesus says, your faith has made you well. Do you remember what is going on here? Jesus comes to Peter earlier and says, you're going to deny me. No way, says Peter. Jesus comes to this Syrophoenician woman and says, you're a dog. And she says, yeah, because she knows his point. He's not saying she's a dog because she's a Gentile, even though that's what it looks like on the surface. But she knows she's a sinner and needs his grace. Therefore, she's willing to say something like, Lord, I am a sinner. I'm needy. I don't come to you because I've reached a certain amount of goodness or pedigree, I come to you because of the greatness of my need. And when he sees that humility, when he sees that repentance, well, he responds. By the way, have you noticed, says Keller, that people often worry the Bible is filled with patriarchy? Have you ever noticed the people who worry the Bible makes women look bad? I don't see it that way, says Keller. So often God uses a woman to make a man look bad over and over again. The Bible shows us, don't be like Judas Iscariot, be like Mary of Bethany. Don't be like Peter, be like this Syrophoenician woman. Jesus is continually raising up spiritual heroes, heroes who understand grace and understand the gospel. So often they are women, so often they're poor, so often they're the people who are marginalized, so often it's the insiders who don't get it, but this woman... This Syrophoenician woman is such a wonderful example of faith to us. Her boldness, her persistence, her humility, and her understanding of what Jesus is saying to her is a great picture of how we should respond to Jesus too. Well, let's close out with our verse of the month for April, James 4, 6. But he gives greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Amen and amen. May it be a wonderful Lord's Day for you, friends. Good day to you and Godspeed.